Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us for another week of the Lies Be Listened To podcast. This week we have Pastor Adam with us and we're talking about the, um, the topic of hopelessness. And so before we do that, we want to take a second to get to know Pastor Adam. You can go ahead and say hello. Hello. <laughs> He's here with us. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm Pastor Adam, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that's the easy part. Um, married, my wife and I have been married for uh, 23 years. Yeah. Um, we have three kids. My oldest is in college. Many mm-hmm. of you know she's uh, studying to become a kids pastor down in Florida, which is a long ways away. Yeah. Um, my middle daughter is in Arlington High School as mm-hmm. a junior, and then my son is in junior high at Haller up in Arlington. Uh, my wife, Erica, is a school teacher up in Arlington. So, you know, a lot of our kids are up in that, that neck of the woods, but... Um, yep, love my family and uh, yeah. keeps us busy. You have a giant dog named Jack. I have a 115-pound dog named Jack. He's yeah. all He's... loves, except when the other dogs. He's right. like other dogs. But, right. Um, yeah, pretty mountain dog. Yeah. Loves this season. Yeah. Loves the winter. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, does not like summer. Oh, He's got this big, big coat. So. Yeah. I mean, he is a really big dog. He's huge. Um, do you, you have any hobbies you want to share with us? <sighs> Lots of hobbies. Uh, one of my biggest hobbies is. Disney. I love visiting Disney you parks. Do. In fact, I have one coming up. So um, yeah, I like talking and watching vlogs on those. I love building stuff as okay. well. Um, my son and I built a pretty cool treehouse. Uh, That's awesome. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff. Okay. Off the top of your head, do you know how many times you've been to Disney? I have no clue. I couldn't Like, would couldn't you say, you. like, ballpark? 30, 30 plus cents? That's more. That's a lot of times, um, though. Yeah, I mean, Disneyland, Disney World, I like both of them. Mm-hmm. They're both awesome in their own way. Yeah. Um, so, but probably lately more Disney World. Okay. Man, I like Florida. Yeah. This time of year, Florida to here. Yeah. yeah. I'll take Florida. Uh, oh, well, um, last week I made Pastor Danny share an embarrassing story. <laughs> so I thought it was only fair if I did the same to you. Um, you know, me and Caleb, my husband, we are both youth pastors. You were a youth pastor for 15, 15 years. years. Mm-hmm. And so I know that you have youth pastor stories. I call them whoopsie stories uh, whoopsie. where you did something and, and you go, hmm, maybe we won't do it that again. Maybe we shouldn't endanger the lives yeah. of our yeah. students. Yeah. I was wondering if you could share a whoopsie oh, story golly. with us. Um, there are, there are some, there are definitely some things, things that you learn the hard way. I, uh-huh. I think the one that jumps into my mind is... Yeah. You do crazy games, uh-huh. and in your mind, when you're sitting at your desk planning these, it, it it's going to go great. Like this, this is going to be funny. Awesome. Everyone's going to laugh. Yes, yeah. So we did this eating <laughs> contest, and I thought, let's do a spicy challenge. Okay. So what's the spiciest thing I could think of? Habanero peppers. Of course. So I said, I need a, a few volunteers who mm-hmm. are like spicy food. And I have had one student, his name's Manuel, a Hispanic guy. And one thing I love about the Hispanic culture is their food, their spicy food, man, they yeah. can take it way better than I can. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like, I got this. I got this. So I had three, three of them come up and I said, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to see how many habanero peppers you can eat oh, until no. you tap out. Um, and you, you've had a habanero pepper, pepper before right? where you eat it and it's like, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. And then about 30 seconds later, boom, it hits you. And Anyway, he had like two or three in his mouth, no. um, and and he's like, "I'm cool, I got this." Um, the other ones, other students, like had a lick and they were done. Yeah, and Ow. he's like eating, like literally oh my eating. Gosh. Um, and I remember that moment you can see on his face, like mm-hmm. everything changed. I'm like, uh, he might die. 
because the look on his face and he started just crying. No. Um, and it was in that moment, you've yeah. had this moment where you say, yeah, that wasn't a good yeah, idea. Yeah, that was that a was terrible, yeah. Uh, turns out he did go home and his parents did have to take him to the hospital yeah. and uh, treat his stomach. No. And, uh, parents didn't, I'm like, that, that's when you have right. the, uh, the call of shame. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I, I did I will this. never do this again. Um, <laughs> He forgave me. We love him. Uh, his parents forgave us, but yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, do I, that. I am convinced though that every youth pastor has those those whoopsie stories, and uh, so you are you are not alone yeah, in them. Which isn't terrible. I've heard uh -huh. some awful yeah. stories. No, so yeah. like sending to a hospital, that's kind of minor. He yeah. lived. We're, we're good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, okay, well, this week he lived. I hope you don't know anyone who had someone who died. We we'll won't go there. We'll, we'll go leave there. it. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it. There. That could be a good transition to what we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. So this week we're talking about hopefulness yes. or hopelessness, hopelessness, I guess. But let's have hope. Um, yeah, how we have hope. Um, this week, Pastor Rob gave a message yeah. on the lie, I am hopeless. And I kind of wanted to talk about that topic. So I'm going to throw it to you first. Do you have any initial thoughts when it comes to hopelessness? Hopelessness is, is hard mm -hmm. and because it, it implies this stage and place of life where there's nothing left, like I, yeah. nothing I can do. And sadly, uh, statistics would show you this, and I don't have it off the top of my head, but sure. how many people have had moments or, mm -hmm. or seasons of hopelessness? Yeah. Um, I think the danger is you get in these seasons and then all thinking, all mm -hmm. logic, all, all value of yourself goes yeah. out the window. And you just kind of get to this place where you say, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. there, it, to be hopeless is probably the worst state yeah. for mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually that anyone could ever be. And, and right. unfortunately, more and more people find themselves there. And it's, it's so hard mm -hmm. because when you talk to somebody who is indeed feeling hopeless, it is yeah. hard to get them to a state of mind where they will listen to hope. Right. Because yeah. that lie is so detrimental and so yeah. consuming. Yeah. It traps you there. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing about hopelessness that's interesting is that um, it is so situational, mm -hmm. but it can be so hard to remember that everything is it is a season. Yeah. It does not last forever. Um, I remember in the middle of COVID, you know, it was right at 2020. I was working at a restaurant at the time. And... Um, I was sitting there and someone said something about just like, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of nonchalantly even said, um, don't worry though, it's not gonna last forever. And she said, Sierra, how are you so hopeful? Hmm. And I just was reminded in that moment even, um, I, I don't know if everyone listening to this podcast is a believer, you know, but for us, we believe that the only thing that is eternal is God, yeah. you know? And so it's easy for me to go, okay, so if God is eternal, everything else um, will not last forever. That means this season will not last forever, but it can be hard to remember that when you're in the deepest, darkest points, you know? It, it's, it is. And, mm -hmm. and I think anything outside of God yeah. has an element that, it, let's just call it fake hope. Right. Like you can't, will yourself enough to have hope in something greater than yourself if yeah. there's nothing greater than yourself. Yeah. And yeah. and that's the hard part. If, if someone's not a believer mm -hmm. um, to, to even understand the word hope. Yeah. 
because it's just empty there. Right. right? And, and that, that's why I think like for, for you and, and mm -hmm. having that moment at that restaurant to say mm -hmm. it like, I know there's hope because there's somebody greater than me. Right. And, and that is, therein is my hope. Yeah. Because hopelessness and like powerlessness, they go hand in hand. Yeah. I get to a place where I, there's, I got no control over this. Right. I give up. Right. And to say, I don't have to because I don't have to, I don't have control, yeah. but I know who does. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other, the other half of hopelessness and we um, kind of talked about this before we started recording, but I wanted to bring it up again is that sometimes um, you can be hopeful in a situation. You know, uh, I was giving up for instance, I have certain promises that the Lord has promised me and I've been waiting on them for years and years. And so at first it was like, I would have hope and then something would happen and I would be disappointed. And then I would have hope again. And then it, that promise wouldn't come to pass and I'd be disappointed And that cycle just felt like it was really hurting yeah. me. And so I didn't mean to, but I, um, I kind of unintentionally said, okay, I'm going to take this promise. I'm going to put it on a shelf and I know it's going to happen one day, but right now I'm going to focus on other That's things. A promise for yeah, I'm going to focus on other things, which sounds good, right? That sounds like, yeah, that's a healthy way to look at it. But somewhere along the way, I just decided I'm not going to think about that promise anymore because when it doesn't happen, it's too painful yep. and I'm going to keep, you know, working on other things. And I began to lose hope in the promises that God gave me. I think when you have to wait, mm -hmm. it's painful to think about it. Yeah. But you can't forget about it. Right. I mean, you look at Abraham and Sarah, how long did they wait for the promise? Right. Um, in that amount of time, how many of us want to say, I give up? Yeah. Because what I have found in my life is that God rarely, if ever, moves on my timeline. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> for sure. Almost never. Yeah. I mean, there are times and you're like, wow, this all worked out. But right. man, I can't name many of them right now sitting here. Yeah. Most of them are, are like you. Yeah. Okay, God, I know this is what you promised. Yeah. And I think God gives us these glimpses and these moments, these promises, and doesn't answer them right away mm -hmm. to teach us yeah. hope yeah. in Him, faith in Him, mm -hmm. uh, trust that what He says will happen. Yeah, it, it will be there. I remember when um, Erica and I were plant about to plant a church. We were yeah. going to sell our home and move into the community, and it was a rough neighborhood. And but we knew God called us, and we were mm -hmm. ready to go do this. And we had uh, our house for sale. And, and it was going to work out. And there was a perfect house for our family yeah. in the, uh, the community. We like, this is where we're going to move our family. And we're going to just put our hearts in this community and plant a church here. And at the last minute we were signing, everything fell through. Mm. And, and I'm like, God, you promised that you'd take care of us. And we yeah. took this leap and said, we're going to plant this church. And, and everything fell through. And I remember going down, I got on my bike and I, and I rode down to the, the river and I just started yelling at God. Mm -hmm. Just like, God, you promised. And you went back on your promise. Yeah. That that moment when, in my heart and mind, hope was gone. Yeah, I'm like God. I'm hopeless. You just you just left me. Yeah. And what my my problem was? My hope was in him doing this thing that I thought was good, yeah. not in God Himself. Yeah. Because God's plan, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. Later was way better. Right. But what I wanted was this, and when he didn't happen, I lost hope. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we place our hope in that thing. Yeah. And when, when you get to these moments where it's painful to even think about it, mm -hmm. my question for me is, is my hope in this thing, yeah. or is my hope in the God of the thing? Yeah. 
um, and it changes the perspective yeah. where the pain is not as painful. Yeah. Uh, where those moments of hopelessness is, okay, God, it's out of my control. Yeah. But it's not out of your control. Yeah. So I will wait mm-hmm. and I will sit. Um, and I like to say that that moment at the river, I talked to God and he answered and I'm like, yes, amen, let's go, brother. Yeah. Uh, no, I still mm-hmm. wrestle with God for days after that. Yeah. It wasn't until hindsight. I'm like, wow, God, you taught me a lot through yeah. that. But it was in that hard time that I saw God. He said he would. Mm-hmm. I stand on it and he will be faithful. Yeah. Well, I think that journey of hope can be so emotional. And I, I, I think a lot of people are similar to me, actually, where I don't like my emotions being out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like knowing exactly how I'm feeling. I like being in control of when I'm going to feel it. And I've just noticed on this journey of hope, I have no control over um, that feeling. You don't know how much you're hoping in something until it doesn't happen the way you think it does. Um, how do you, you know, you know, always keep that perspective of, but God has it, but God will, but there's more to come when your emotions are so up and down? Because I think it's okay to have those emotions. Absolutely. God gave you those. Right. And we have to feel them to process what mm-hmm. we're going through. So how do you keep that perspective while feeling angry, while feeling sad, while feeling joyous? You said the word always. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm disqualified. <laughs> um, it, it really is a daily surrendering mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, like you, like you said, control. Yeah. I really want, I, part of my personality is I hate surprises. Yeah. I want to be ready. I go into a situation, my wife threw me a surprise party once. I hated it. And I said, don't ever do that. Don't, I love you. Thank don't. you for thinking of me, but don't do that again. Yeah. Because I want to know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But serving God, there's this element of I have to let you be God. Mm. And I can't take that back. Yeah. And so how, how do, one of the things that I've learned is that daily surrender. Mm-hmm. Is that daily saying, God, you're the one who gave me the hope. Yeah. You're the one who sustains the hope. You are the promise. And nothing I do in my own strength yeah. will make that any quicker mm-hmm. because it's, it is up to you. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it's a daily surrender. Part of it's uh, just daily saying, God, help me today. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we want some, some big blow your mind, deep theological thing when, mm-hmm. when really it's just every day saying, God, help me today. Yeah. Help me today. Yeah. Uh, I'll get out of bed and I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. I know you've promised. I don't see it yet. But I'll keep fighting today. Yeah. Give me the strength today. And what he says is he's faithful. Mm-hmm. He's faithful to give you what you need, your, my daily bread, yeah. what I need for each day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say simply, simplistic, surrender to God mm-hmm. and trust that he is God. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. And one final question, and it's kind of similar uh, to the previous one, but for people listening to this podcast right now that are struggling to have hope, mm. um, what advice can you give them in this moment? Don't give up. Hmm. Don't don't give up because that's the lie. This whole thing is about yeah. these lies. And we have to understand, and please hear me, this lie is from the father of lies. Mm-hmm. And, and Satan's number one goal is to destroy you. Yeah. Destroy you. If he can get you hopeless, he can get you to give up. And if, he, if he's got you to give up, that's the end. Yeah. 
don't quit. Don't give up. The mm-hmm. days are, some days are hard. Some days are difficult. But cry out to God because he's promised to be your strength. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Bible says this, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm a pastor. I have to remind myself that all the time. Uh-huh. Don't forget. Because sometimes I feel like I don't have enough. Like I, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I don't have the right words. I'm not fancy enough. And, and, and we play these comparison games like, yeah. man, look at those churches. Look at that pastor, man. I don't got the words. Mm-hmm. And we start to, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Listen. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's not about uh, what I can do or the goodness that I have. It's about His goodness. Yeah. And I stand on that promise. And, and this is really my challenge. If anybody's at that edge of, of hope or you're sitting hopelessness, understand that God is with you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. No one. Mm-hmm. The enemy cannot rob your hope if your hope is in something that is unshakable. Yeah. If my hope is not in selling a house, my mm-hmm. hope is not in a million dollars coming in the mail, that yeah. would be great stuff. Yeah. My hope is in Jesus Christ. Yeah. So whatever you do to me, if for, for me to, to live as Christ, to die is gain, mm-hmm. as Paul says. Greater is he who is in me. Say that to yourself every day. Believe it. God is the God of hope. Yeah. And hang on to that. Yeah. Don't quit. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you so much for joining us yeah. this week and talking about this topic of hopelessness. Um, For those of you listening, we are doing this every week. We'll have another pastor next week. Um, But for this week, if you're struggling to have hope, you need someone to pray for you, Mm -hmm. just reach out. Give us an email. You can go to our website and reach us there um, or through our social media. You can reach us and we will be praying for you. We are here for you. We hope you guys have an amazing week um, and that this podcast was helpful. We will uh, see you next time. Love you. Believe in you. (laughs)